Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. The readings today inspire us to think about the question of our identity. Who does God say that you and I are? Who do others say that you are? Who do you say that you are? In these three-dimensional relationship of how God sees us, how others see us, and how we see ourselves, is there alignment? Or do we hide who we are from one dimension to the other? Do we hide from the identity that God has given us because we're concerned about how others perceive us? Or when we recognize who we are, live from that truth? In the first reading, St. Paul is talking to the Galatians, and the story tells us that we have gone from the discipline given to us in the promise of Abraham, that practicing those commandments and laws that come then through Moses, and that come through the judges, and come through Leviticus, all those promises that come teach us the discipline that then gives us the freedom to take the promise into action when Jesus arrives as the fulfillment of that promise and tells us that we are children of God and that we should call God our Father. This gives us a new identity. From this moment on, the number one thing you and I are, are children of God. When we believe in the word of Jesus, when we are baptized, when we become his children, children of the Heavenly Father. St. Paul tells us that in this point, our place of birth doesn't define us. He says there's neither Jew nor Greek in Jesus. Our state in life doesn't define us. There's no slave, no free person. Our gender even doesn't define us. There's no male or female. Our identity is in oneness with Jesus. Paul says, you are all one in Jesus Christ. In this identity, understanding all the layers of the talents and the skills, the language we speak, the cultural context in which God has placed us, all of that is to serve the ultimate identity of children of God. Let us, let us look at how the psalm responds to this reality. Psalm 105 is the natural response of one who has been made a child of God. You and I belong to a royal family. God is the King of glory, the Lord of lords, and we are his children. So we belong to a family, and that gives us a set of ideas about who we are and a code of conduct that is different from that of the world. So what is the response when we have been called children of God? In Psalm 105, we see it. It's praise, the proclamation of God's, de God's deeds in history and very specifically in our own lives. The retelling of all the ways in which God has saved us, has protected us, has helped us, has opened doors for us, has blessed us, has given us all these things. It doesn't mean that we don't have trials and tribulations. It doesn't mean that there isn't suffering in the world, in our lives, that there isn't loss. All of that is part of the human situation. We live in that spectrum between light and dark because, because there's goodness and there's evil. We can live within that reality and 
trust that as children of God, he accompanies us through all the things that will happen in our lives, proclaiming his deeds in our life and in the history of salvation, rejoicing in his glory. We learn to look, as the psalm tells us, to the Lord in his strength, not in our strength. And in his strength, we can serve him constantly by living in love. When we are living in love, loving one another as he he instructs us, where we try to look for the best things that are happening in the middle of the difficulties, then the Lord gives us his strength and he lives through us, in us, to love the world. Feeling this love as children of our Heavenly Father defines us differently. It creates that royal identity that not only are we his, but we behave differently in the world. The gospel reading today from Luke 11 is very, very short. Two verses. Jesus is speaking and a woman from the crowd praises him. She praises him. She does what the psalm today invites us to do, to praise the Lord. And she praises the womb that carries carried Jesus and the breasts that nursed him, which is so beautiful. And Jesus replies, Rather, blessed are those who hear the word of God and observe it. That can appear so blunt. And Jesus is very blunt many times. He turns upside down the things that we hear to help us understand something deeper. He's tackling the issue of our identity in the same way in today's gospel. We know that Mary's womb is blessed because the angel Gabriel calls Mary blessed and she receives the call to bear the Son of God. She is Theotokos, the mother of God, so her womb is blessed. So Jesus isn't saying that it isn't. Her cousin Elizabeth, when Mary visits uh, her, says the same thing. Who am I that the mother of God, the mother of my Lord, shall come to me? So why would Jesus then say that whoever hears the word of God and observe it is actually blessed? Because Mary is the most faithful of all the disciples. She's the one that hears the word of God spoken from the promise in the Garden of Eden through all the history of salvation and gives that assent, that yes, that allows God to become incarnate and dwell with us. So we know her womb is blessed. Jesus is talking to us about our true identity. Our identity as children of God means that we place our blessing on everything that is above the physical and material plane, that we are now part of the heavenly kingdom that is amongst us, and that that definition is much more important also to the concept of family, which was not only really, really important at that time, but is very important for us as well. Jesus says, your heavenly identity comes first. Who do people say that you are? Let us pray. Father, you have given us the great honor of allowing us to call you Abba, Father, Adonai. The blessed Lord bends down to dwell amongst us and you call us your children. Let us remember that. Let us proclaim that in our lives. Let us live lives that help others see that we are your children. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram under the inner room emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.